Thank you, next bitch. Thank you, next bitch. Thank you, next bitch. I just wanted to make a few follow-up things for, um, Woodside, um, for the episode that happened yesterday. Um, I left something out about the talent show that I forgot to put in. I didn't mean to leave it out. But, um, when I went up to Kara after the Halloween incident in seventh grade for the talent show, when I went up to her, she was like, um, no, we don't want it to be all about one person. And then I came for, like, the talent show. And, um, she literally said to me, oh, I think it would be great if you sang a gospel song. No, no, no. To white people, at first, this may not seem like a big thing. But you think about how all these, all the impressive gospel singers, um, are black artists. And so for her to tell me, right, she literally said, I think it would be great if you sang a gospel song. And I told Kathy that, and we were just shocked. And I was offended. I didn't- I tried not to show it. I was offended, though. It's like, why the fuck would you say that? I think it would be great if you sang a gospel song. Why? Because- I, Yeah, I'm black, okay, sure. But, like, I don't sing anymore. My vo puberty messed up my voice. It ruined it. I don't- I don't sing anymore. And, and why a gospel song? Why? What the hell? Just because I was in choir, it doesn't mean that, you know, I want to sing gospel. We don't sing gospel in choir. We don't, like, plus par parents could complain about, you know, God, um, like other religions and how you're not respecting this or there are atheists out there. So it's like, it would have been controversial anyway, but like, to tell me to sing a gospel song, clearly because of my skin color, was just... It left me lost for words, really. Um, I was just shocked. I was like, how the hell can you even say that? I don't know what happened with Kara. We used to be great friends, you know, um, fifth grade or something. She paid um, for my birthday dinner. So I'm grateful for the things that she has done for our family and my sister who changed, um, like personality wise. Um, for the things that she's done for my family, but like, come on now, it's telling me, and this was seventh grade, and yeah, people are gonna say, oh my gosh, just let it go, Johnny, it's in the past, no, bitch, I, um, it's not that I just have a trouble of letting things go, when something is really on my mind and it needs to be said, you will hear me say it. You will. Yes. And, um, this is one of those things. And yesterday's episode was one of those things. Even if you got lost somewhere, it needed to be said. By however many people listen to it, it, it needed to be said.
And, and I know, I know uh, that if white parents see this, white parents from Woodside, Miss Claire Polioni, Miss Christine Hutchinson, um, Megan Clark Bogardas, Megan Clark, um, Aiden's family, Reed's family, Luke Cooper's, and you know, I, I know. I know Nicole McNaughton has got my back. She's just that bitch, okay? She's got me. The McNaughton family has got me, but all these other parents, I don't give a shit if you don't <laughs> if you don't back me up. I um I know who's on my side. And once again, I will say that um it's not all all about, you know, just having sides. I'm not trying to make this person the bad guy or whatever. But if you make me the bad guy, then you know, maybe sometimes I will revert back and bring their seats and um prove that you were the bad guy in this situation or that no one should have been the bad guy that's the thing none none of this fuckery should have happened and i'm sorry for the foul language but no none of this um none of this mess should have happened i should have gotten um a fair t if amelia and Tallulah can dance to tiktok dances and songs um, at the talent show, then I was definitely good enough in, um, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, the times I tried to enter the talent show, bitch. I know my dancing is that bitch. I know I was good enough if you allowed Amelia and Tallulah to do that. I know. I know. You allowing those two girls, when I was in seventh grade, you was allowing those two girls to sing off-key. And, but saying that they were good enough. Why was that? Or a girl singing off beat. And there's a difference. There's a there's a difference of going behind the beat and singing singing in like a different kind of style over it. But it's another thing to totally be behind what the lyrics should be. And it's another thing to be off key. And to harmonize. So Saying that my dancing was bad and shit, I have a vi I have videos of me being that bitch while dancing. No, I I was good enough, and you always. I I don't. Oh, here's another thing. Yes, I wanted to mention this too. So, when I um asked Kara in seventh grade if I could go up and dance too, because I had already asked her in sixth grade, but I thought you know maybe the rules will change. Maybe that was just last year. I confronted her, and that's when she told me that it would be great to sing a gospel song, but, um, for, like, the talent show, and, um, I asked her, and she was like, um, well, admin just doesn't want to, wanted to, um, be all about one person, and so we later learned, yes, and this will shock you, I'm sure, we later learned from Marta and Steve that whatever Kara and Beth want, mainly Kara, whatever Kara wants, the admin back up. Not whatever the admin want, um, backs, um, Kara up. Kara backs up. No, it was, um, she lied. And I am pretty sure that Beth Haas didn't lie about, you know, um, giving me two weeks to decide, like, two weeks ago or whatever. I'm sure it was all Kara. And it's it's sad that I'm saying that. It is. Because we were really good friends. I don't know what happened. But, um, I, I think it was Kara who lied. Yes. It was. 
And, uh, because Beth, um, Beth wouldn't go that far. I know she yelled at my face and split, spit flying from her mouth and, and being unprofessional and yelling at people. I, I know that. And the white kids are going to say that I'm being soft. <laughs> Q Aiden. Um, but, um, no, I'm not going to bow down to white people anymore. I think 2020 should have shown all of you peasants that, right? And yes, I'm going to call you peasants. This is King Radio. And guess who's the king? Hmm. Let it marinate. Um. No, I just want to mention those two things. And um, I might record more segments for this. Just for, you know, a few outtakes, I'll call this. Even though I'm recording this on May 19th of Wednesday. So, you know. But, um. I'm worried for some of y'all minorities at Woodside who are still going there. I know, um, two biracial, um, I have biracial friends over and their brothers. And, um, we've talked about, um, some of the teachers over there, Miss Bowden, Miss Parkhurst. We, um, we've been talking about you. Mr. Haddon. Now, either you were racist without realizing it, or um, you didn't think that anyone would speak about it. But guess what? You was wrong, bitch. You was wrong. Y'all thought that you could keep me quiet, and I know even the people of color who I thought were my friends until they, you know, threw me under the bus for literally no reason other than to... You know, please Luke Green, who was Filipino, but acted white as fuck. Um, oh, well, let me spill some more tea about Luke, bitch. Because I want to talk about Miss McManus, Miss um, Patterson, you know, people making me the bad guy once again. Uh, Miss P, this is no shade to you at all, but you you listen to Miss McManus, so I'm going I'm to talk about her. Yes, I will talk about all four of you. So... One time, okay, so there are going to be two instances. Now, there's going to be the time where I wore a um, Christian shirt to school and people laughed at me about it. And then there's going to be the time where I wore a picture of a black person on a shirt. And um, River Nakamura and Luke Green made fun of that. So let's talk about the Christian shirt. So... December 21st is very important to me because Bud Iceberg, all my Portola Valley people will know that name, um, was, he, he was a resident in Portola Valley, very good friend, um, his wife is beautiful, amazing, very kind, um, Bud survived cancer for 25 years and then he died, but, um, 2015, sometime before my grandfather's stroke, um, I got baptized on the first day of winter, um, December 21st. So that day has always been important to me, okay? Um, and they got, they weren't sure if they were going to baptize me. And then once they heard my story, it's like, we need to get them baptized today. So they baptized me and I was, oh, I was, I was feeling it, (laughs) y'all. Um, but, um, I ended up getting a shirt. Um, with a Bible verse on it, and I'm sure I can rummage around for it somewhere, but I'm gonna 
pretty comfortable position right now. So um, I'm not gonna move. Sorry. Um, but it, on the back it said something like walk like Jesus. And I was wearing a jacket over it and you know, I smoked y'all in the um, 400 meter because I was the fastest in um, my class and then the third fastest in the whole grade. Yes, mm -hmm. I was. It went from um, Daniel, Aiden, and me. All y'all peasants were not that fast, not even John Hurlbut. Mm -hmm. Thank you, next midget. Um, anyway, not Bridget, midget. So um, what ended up happening is that when I ran in front of all of you, y'all laughed because you saw Walk Like Jesus on the back. Now, I doubt that any of you ever got baptized. Not even Bassini and Leonardo and Daniel and Kareem and no shade to Daniel, um, who joked about, you know, having holy water and Bible. No, no, no. None of y'all could ever be Christ-like if you were willing to. Um, now y'all made fun of that shirt. I didn't cry, but y'all, um, y'all made fun of that. And, um, I could only just imagine what you know, what if a person with another religion showed up to the school um, with a hijab, or I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but what if a girl with a hijab um, showed up to the school? What what would you say about that? And, and it was mainly white kids who were laughing, and it was Kareem, light-skinned, but um, acted white, and he was rude as fuck. I hated him very... I hated him so much. I have no shame in saying that. No shame at all. He hated me for literally <laughs> no reason. Ever since kindergarten, actually. Like, he tried to scare me with a tarantula book. That's in the past. That was, like, long ago. But, um... And K Kareem had always had a bone to pick with me for no fucking reason. Um... And now I wasn't a fucking tag-along. Y'all invited me into that EBA group because I was a minority. Y'all figured that you had to band together into some gang just because some of you from were from East Palo Alto. Now, there was even River Nakamura who was saying nigger or nigga. Um, people of color who were not black. I don't care if your dad was black. If you... Mm, people of color who were not black. Julian... Julian Brooks gets a pass, so, um, I'ma leave him alone. You, you get a card. Okay. But people of color and even blank canvas white people were saying nigger and nigga and the N-word, you know, and making these racial jokes. And I would go to Miss Patterson or Mr. Frank and nothing would happen. Static. No status. Static. Um... No, no, um, no feedback, no, um, change. So, I want to talk about, um, more racism that went on at Woodside, because I didn't, um, I think I kind of strayed away from that in yesterday's episode, so I'm gonna get back. But, um, now is the River and Luke Green instance with Miss McManus. I'm, I'm gonna write down their names. So that way I don't forget. Luke, River, Miss McManus. I'ma I'ma make sure that I remember their names. So um 
Luke was one of the people of color who was joking about slavery and um, racism and stuff and making racist jokes. Uh-huh. And too, mu too much time with the white people, right? Uh-huh. Um, he um, and River ended up making this joke about selling black people online, selling slaves. Oh, deny it all you want, but um, my diary entries, I don't care. Um, if y'all claim, oh, he just wrote that to make up lie. Why would I write like hundreds of entries just to lie on a podcast I didn't even know I was gonna make in the future? Um, no, um, they ended up joking about making this website where they were gonna sell slaves, and they purposely, this was during PE, they purposely said that joke around me and to me whenever they were around. And I was wearing this um, shirt of a um, African-American drummer um, who was like 99 years old or something like that. And they were having a fundraiser on KCSM and I love those shirts. But um, that's when River and Luke mentioned it and they said, oh, who's that on your shirt? Is that Bill Cosby? Uh, why would I wear one? Why would I wear a molester and a predator? on my shirt and two why the fuck are you saying that joke around me oh wait i already found out my answer so um now luke was pretty cruel and so i ended up you know always you know they would say whining and complaining but i ended up sort of venting to julian brooks and my um ooh, because I had um, friends that were 7th graders who I would talk to and it's like, oh my god, Luke Green is so fucking annoying. And I just tell them like what he did during the day and how he was like trying to get under my skin by mentioning these jokes and um, purposely just digging at me. Um, and so I figured that, you know, instead of letting a um, person try to get under my skin, I would... Um, not return the favor. Instead of getting under their skin, I would scalp them. I would um, tear off their skin. They'd shed. I'd be scalping a serpent. And that serpent, who was that? Luke Green. And more serpents? Aiden, Reed, River, the people, the people who I thought were my friends were the serpents, okay? And, and yes, that includes you too, Reed. I want to know what, um... What lies Luke was saying about me and why Luke was trying to get me out of the closet when he was mentioning to Reed over at the Monster Mash how he liked how this boy was flirting with him and making rumors about me being gay when you was doing that. Mm, uh-huh. Oh, did I just out someone? Oh, no. Anyway, um, so we were at the library this time. And um, he had made friends with some of the seventh graders too, except all my, all the seventh graders that were my friends, there were like three boys that were friends with me and then like a bunch of girls too. So I, um, I mainly, I was always just friends with girls, not, um, I could never get along with the boys in my grade. I, they always had to be either the grade above me or the grade below me. Um, but I didn't really have friends in 
my class and we're such an interesting class and then i want to talk about operetta pretty quick um so i'm gonna write that down in my notes operetta girl please yeah anyway um so we were at the library and um Luke was, Luke, um, came in, like, soon after, and I was chatting with my friends, and, um, Miss McManus was there, and, um, Luke was trying to, you know, butter up to the girls over there, and we were like, oh my god, just fucking go away, um, and Luke was like, he, he was saying to Tyler, he was saying to Tyler, the seventh grader, and, um, Milo, oh god, um, he was saying to these two seventh grade boys that, you know, I was spreading all these rumors about him, which, <laughs> nice reversing, bitch. I didn't know that the roles reversed once again. It, it, this always happens. The roles reversed and no one tells me. It's like rotating teams during a softball game. Um, anyway, um, he was saying that I was spreading rumors about him. And Miss McManus and Miss P were over there. And she was, they were both tutoring. And so we were starting to get loud, I guess. And Miss McManus was um, telling us to like stop yelling or whatever. And so then later she called um, over Luke Green to go talk to her. And so then him being the cowering little, oh, being the cowering little bitch that he was, he came over to me with a nervous look on his face saying, oh my God, Johnny, I'm sorry that, um, I'm sorry for whatever I did, or I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. And it's like, well, bitch, you can't joke about fucking slavery. And he's like, um, well, I didn't do that, actually, but, you know, just stay quiet because Miss McMahon... And I'm like, bitch, you're scared. You're scared of Miss Mc... Bitch, I was never scared of Miss McManus, okay? She... Never. Never. You were scared because... Actually, he was scared of Miss McManus because he didn't want to get exposed right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and now, when I had that drama with Gianna and Amelia um, in seventh grade, Miss Mc which y'all don't know about, and I'm not going to explain it right now, but the people who are in my class know about it. But um, Angela, it's way too long of a story, so I'm not going to explain it now. You can ask me later. Um, when I had drama with these two classmates... Um, you know, Miss McMahon immediately took their side. Keep in mind, they're white and <laughs> they're white. Um, you know, immediately just taking their side, not looking at my side. We're saying, let's say that she put us, she put us three with another person at this table to work together as a group, and they were getting the answers wrong, and I was trying to correct them, but they would ignore me. Let's say that. So I was unhappy. This bitch would turn over to me and tell me that I was, um, not working as a team with them and that I need to, um, be happy. And that I need to fix my attitude. Bitch, don't you dare try to make me seem like the bully here, bitch. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. only focusing on me as if I was the only unhappy one there or as if I was the first to be unhappy when they just didn't want to work with me. But we're talking to, to Basimi over here. But me? Oh, I was just, um... 
I was just a fly on the wall, I guess. But, but all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy here. No, bitch. So back to Luke. He basically recruited um, some of the seventh graders to be on his side. And then once they learned what had really happened, they agreed with me. So it's not like I was just trying to get people on my side. But it's like, if you're going to... Um, if you're wanting to know what really happened, listen to me. Because all he's going to do is just twist what's really true and leave things out. See, this is what we've learned with Wade Robson. And Olivia Nickel, no, you didn't. No, 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 because I want to I wanna get to Olivia Nickel and then I'll get back to Luke. But, um, Olivia Nickel. When I was defending Michael Jackson... In seventh grade, eighth grade, whatever, we were in Mandarin. And um I mentioned that it's like, oh my god, Wade and James are lying. And she was talking about how I was, you know, defending a pedophile, and she'll probably not remember this. Or if she does, um, she'll deny it. But um she told me, Well, it's not my fault that I believe real victims, and I'm like, they aren't real victims. And so look at me now with a podcast of my own. I don't care how many viewers there are, although do share this podcast. Um, look at me now spreading the truth. I am. And look at you. You were believing two men, two white men, of course. You you love white men, I'm sure. Um, two white men in a movie with a white woman whisperer, with a white person whisperer, a.k.a. Oprah Winfrey. Look at you, who was just believing these two white men in a movie. Who, one of them tried to get a job at Cirque du Soleil to do a tribute for Michael. Ended up not getting a tribute, getting the job. Um, both of them owed the state millions. They said that it wasn't all about money, but now they're clowns. Because, yes, this does mean something that they were um, both dismissed. Um... They were trying to get money, even though they said it wasn't all about money. Or that it wasn't about money at all. So, um... Olivia Nicole, You're looking like a really... Dumb clown right now. Now that I think about it. Proves that... A bunch of people over at Woodside just believe whatever they hear without going deeper. And that was y'all's problem. That's the problem because news over at Woodside Elementary School spreads quickly. And whatever you hear, you automatically hear it. Even the admins. Yes, Steve Frank. Yes, Miss Pedersen. So I want to talk about Miss Patterson right now, um, cause um, my post about Luke Green that people know about um, weren't just out of the blue with me making rumors about him or what. No, never. I was mad because he was making jokes about slavery and joking about selling black people online with a um, Japanese person who wasn't even black and could never be black. And when I spoke to Luke once again, 
um, over at the library with Jethro twisting my words and saying, no shade to Jethro, but saying that I want to strangle Luke. Never want to hurt him. But, um, I mean, I, it would have been nice revenge if Miss Patterson, Miss Pattison, had looked at um, both fucking sides. But white is right, right? White is right. Whatever you hear from a white person always gets into the news. It always gets, you know, into your files. Me? Oh, no. No, I'm lying. No, it isn't the full story. Got some fucked up people over there. Tricking kids into believing that you're in SEL school when you're not. Social emotional learning. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's sad that I was pretty much the only person who was actually brave enough to speak out about that. I don't care if Miss Bowden sees it. I mean, if, if she's mad when seeing this, I'll, I'll be very satisfied and happy. And Mr. Frank, Marta Battier, um, Miss Patterson. Oh no, I, I'm not going to be scared. My grandma, I'm sorry for using profanity, but um, I need to expose this. So many people in my life have tried to close the lid on me or um, shut me out because they don't want the truth to be revealed. It happened with my mother. It happened with um, Kathy. It happened... I mean, my mother tried to close the lid on us. It didn't... Kathy never tried that. But see Frank and, and trying to... Tricking me so that way I wouldn't keep coming back. But bitch, I'm gonna come back. I've revived. I'm in a wonderful school um, that you can't be anything like. So when we come back, I'm going to um, talk about Operetta some more. So um, this is Jonathan Clark from King Radio. You obviously know that. Um, and I'll be back in just a few seconds. And uh, yeah, just wait a moment. Okay, now, before we get into the um, operetta stuff, I just wanted to talk about a little more about um, Luke Green. Had he told me in private that he was gay or something, or just was, or was just asking, had he not just said, Johnny, are you gay? Oh, it's just because of your voice. Um, that's why I'm out. Had he said something else and not in that public of a setting, I probably would have come. You should have just asked some other way. Why didn't you just say so? Um, Because I swear he was asking because he was a desperate little bitch. Talking about, you know, wearing a scrunchie on your wrist to show that you have a girlfriend. No, bitch. I, we don't need to know that. <laughs> but asking if I was gay and then just saying, well, it's because of your voice and shit. No. It's like all these um, Karens and Kevins and peasants like Nicholas Damiani, no shade, but, you know, complaining about how Kanan Jarrus, Caleb Doom, and the Bad Batch has a 
deep voice. So what? I'm 15. I have a deep voice. And at 14, I had that gay buzz with um the deep voice. But it, it doesn't matter what kind of... How high your voice is. That doesn't always determine whether someone is gay. The person who seems the manliest of men can be femme. It, um... But had he said something else, I would have been I would have felt more comfortable. But because of that shit that he did, and then kept on, you know, because we were friends and then we dipped out of it. Then he was my bully. And then we had like that social media fight, that social media drama. I ended up turning out to be the bad guy to some. Um and then we became friends again for a little bit. Then we dropped out. Then we became friends again. Then we dropped. So, not like actually dropped out of school, but like dropped out of the friendship. So, uh, this bitch was baiting me. So that's going to be the little segment for um, for Luke. But let's talk about Operetta in a moment, just after this. December 16th, 2019. Let's get into it. Luke didn't talk to me the whole school day. Hooray. But at the library, I was with the seventh graders and some of my fifth grade friends, and we were talking. Luke came from Roberts with two seventh graders, Milo and Tyler. They started talking about sex, and it was very uncomfortable. Isla and Addie were sitting across from me. Luke was reading about sex out loud. We tried to ignore him, but he wouldn't shut up. Miss P told him to stop, and he did. Later, Milo left. Isla and Addie were there. Luke started talking about me to Tyler. Yeah, those two people don't like me because Johnny said some stuff about me. Tyler, what, you don't like him? Addie said, nope. And Isla said, no, we don't. And then he said to me, Johnny, you don't like Luke Green? And then I said, I'm sorry, please leave a fucking voicemail at the tone. Boop. And then all were like, oh... They still talked about me until they walked around the room. Miss McManus was there, and she pulled Luke aside. He came back to me. Isla had already left. Johnny, I'm sorry if I've done anything. Okay, but you don't joke about slavery. And Joseph was like, yeah, Joseph is one of the fifth grade friends. Luke was like, well, I didn't say, I didn't, but shh. And I said, no, now you will let me speak. And then he was like, no, Johnny, Miss McManus is here. And she said she doesn't know what's going on, but we need to stop. So we can talk about this tomorrow. And I said, no, get out of my face. And he was like, okay. So I, so he did. So we might talk tomorrow. You should have seen the look on his face. He was scared. Only because he was afraid of getting in trouble with Miss McManus. He should have been scared then. He'll be scared tomorrow. Addie was tutoring with Miss P and Miss McManus wanted to talk to her about us. I told Addie what happened. And Luke's probably in bed now. Ha! Huh? Hope he has a nightmare. So, like, after 30 minutes of literally not being able to find the entry... <laughs> about operetta in my diary i um i finally found it um wow 
I I was so upset. And this was, um... This was, um... February 21st. Um, so I'm gonna skip some of the personal stuff that I wrote and get into the part about Operetta. And this was in 2020. Actually, now wait a minute. Oh, because I haven't been in my diary for a while. Okay, so February 21st, 2020. But when they announced Operetta, it was a Friday, February 14th. And then in this entry, I said that I was mad at 3 o'clock. So um, I say, here's why. Um, I might have to re-record this a bunch of times. I don't know. Um, At 2.50, every 8th grader was called out of bridge groups to come to Mr. Schneider's room. And bridge groups, that's a long, long story, y'all. They were announcing the operetta. We were all so excited. It was beautiful. Even the EPA kids were excited. Carmen, Anika's mom, and Craig Adams, Olivia and Zoe's dad, along with Miss Haas and Mr. Schneider, announced the operetta. Dear Edwina Jr., I didn't know shit about the play. I'd heard it was good, just my theater friends like the show. Some have been in it. Don't get me wrong, I'm into all kinds of music, musical theater, and genres. But the fucking reasons why they chose the musical have me raging uncontrollably. I want to laugh, but I almost can't because I'm so mad. Oh boy, oh my god, I got so mad. <laughs> they chose Sirawina Jr. for our 8th grade operetta because... Number one, advice, Miss Haas and Mr. Schneider. Two, school colors from Carmen. And three, school mascot, Carmen and Craig. Before I go in depth, I just want to paint paint out some things. The show has a main has a main a main role, Edwina, but everyone else has a singing part and speaking role. I've been doing theater for three years, and this is how you repay me. Please shut the fuck. Please fuck. Oh my god. Oh my god. Please fuck me gently with a chainsaw to, pl- to prove that this is all a dream. Y'all. Whoa. Oh my god. I must have really been watching Heather's then. Um, they didn't choose it for fucking talent. My fucking talent and skills go down the drain, my talent show performance, you know. I didn't do the talent show performance and take theater for three years for nothing. I wanted my talent to be showcased, (laughs) so shit. I wanted to be heard through my talents for the first time. Explanations for the adults, I put that in quotes, reasons, I put that also in quotes. Number one, advice, Miss Haas and Mr. Schneider. They think that we give great advice. Pardon? That's cute, Miss Haas. If you actually were listening, you wouldn't be saying that. An advisory? All you do is talk to Miss Lamb in your little corner while we do open session. You don't listen to the amount of people who treat my family problems like total shit. <laughs> they don't listen. They laugh at my issues. When I give them real good advice, real good advice, they laugh. They don't listen because they don't know what's, what it's like. 
I hope they got some, they got some wake up call. Second reason was the school colors. They realized that Weena's school colors were red and white, just like ours. Why the actual fuck would you choose a musical just based on our just because our colors are the same? That's like giving an African American a book about poverty and saying they'll relate to it when they when they're actually not living in poverty. This is bullshit. Oh boy, I'm gonna skip that part. Um, number three, our because it, it's basically just a parody of a song. Um, number three, our mascot. Skipping that song too. Screw our mascot. Dr. D means well. She tries to do SEL shit, but here's the truth of the fucking matter. Woodside claims they're an SEL school, social emotional learning. They're not. Shocking, I know. They act like they like they support the ones who have less opportunities. They pity them slash me. They don't support us. They're only they only focused on kids and the ten, on the Tinsley program, aka EPA kids. Woodside is so white, fake, weird, extra, and racist. <sighs> they don't care about us. They're doing anything for money. They're hiding behind the mask. I see through it. I've been there for nine years and I've seen through their mask for seven. Damn, I was quoting Michael Jackson everywhere. What the hell? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Bottom line is, Woodside is starting to lose track of their lives and all of my adult friends and EPA people see it. I have an army of believers. Oh my lord. Eighth grade me was such a fing mess, y'all. Let's see. So basically, if you didn't understand that fuckery that I just read, I don't blame you if you didn't. Um that was me in February. Um complaining about what they chose for Operetta. Now, Operetta is um, an 8th grade musical that the whole 8th grade puts on, whether it's Bye Bye Birdie, The Wizard of Oz, um, Anything Goes, um, Alice in Wonderland, you know, just musicals, or Horton Hears a Who, or Susicle the Musical, is what it's called. Um, The Little Mermaid, they did that. and so I'd always been thinking about operetta, and I love theater so much. I love music, I love theater, I love acting, it just, I love it. Um, and so I'd had my eye on operetta, and it's like, oh my gosh, maybe I could be the lead role. But one puberty messed up my voice, but also, um, Dear Edwina only had one role, and that was Edwina. Um, when I got the synopsis, and the audition songs, whatever, whatever. It just, it was all over the place, y'all. It um, it wasn't it. Um, and every to have only one person as the main role, and have everyone else in the ensemble. It's so annoying. Um, because the main role, the, it was only one main role, and I wouldn't have a main role because I'm not a girl okay um so in a way i'm glad i'm sort of 
thankful for COVID for wiping out that opportunity, if you can even call it that. But basically, in my diary entry, which I'm sorry if you were scared by it, because I did use some profanity, as usual, on this podcast. But um, basically, I was complaining because they chose to put on this um, show for us because um, of our mascot and our colors that are the same. Bobcats, red and white. I, when I first, I was so mad. I was so mad when we got out of there. And I want to, I want to talk about Bridge Group. So soon counsel and Mr. Frank, they made up that dumb shit because they figured that, you know, they should have, um, you know, the support team with like this teacher in charge of this, um, group of students and guess what my um teacher was miss mcmanus um in charge of my group and i had to, i had some good people in there jethro baz you know i fucked with them but um i was the bridge groups were just pointless um i, I didn't see any point in them no um because they were basically supposed to be like almost a study hall where you learn study habits. But guess what? There was a, this elective called study skills where you'd actually learn about, you know, how to keep yourself organized. And I had that in sixth grade and I loved it. But when I um, got it in eighth grade again, because I chose it, it totally, it fell apart. It was nothing like it was in sixth grade because the teacher, um, Heather Fair, wasn't in charge of it anymore. It was so fucking loose. It was basically just a study hall. It wasn't study skills where you learn study habits. It was a study hall. And you had to be quiet for like most of the period. And then you only had like 10 to five minutes left to actually, you know, collaborate with people. But Mr. Wickstrom was in charge of it with Miss P who was in it too. And I love her. But it's just like, why would you have someone who wasn't even in it mean Mr. Wickstrom and I don't care if y'all people uh, the white people who took Spanish um, under him I don't give a fuck what you say Um, but why would you put someone who didn't even wasn't even fit to be in that role why would you put him in that position when he didn't even know what he was supposed to do we never stayed silent for all 45 minutes of the period the fuck Woodside does so much rearranging. It's like when you're building a Lego piece. It's like one of those Lego kits where um, you have like three, it's um, like three manuals or like um, three creations in one box. It's like that kind of thing and you keep on switching them. But what Woodside does, it's like you take this thing out and put it back and put this thing in thinking that people won't notice and not caring about how your students will benefit or not benefit from that. It's so... I mean, for Steve Frank to tell me that it was a white school was such an understatement. He was just talking about the kids, but I don't think he um, wanted to admit or didn't realize or want to realize that um, his admin are as white as they can get. I don't care about, you know, if you have people of color who are custodians or, um, you know, your 
money manager or whatever who's black or whatever his name is um wally something i i don't i don't give a fuck your staff is mainly white Trying to put it on the students as if they're the only ones being racist and not caring about the other students. But look at your admin. Look at Miss Bowden. Look at Jennifer Patterson. The whole student council was white. Oh yes, they were. I could, I, I could pull out my yearbook and maybe there was one person of color on there, but white student council president Amon Reed. White student council vice presidents, Charlotte and Olivia. I have no problem with Charlotte, but Olivia, you, um, Amanya West. Um, just this white dynasty over there. And it got depressing sometimes. Not sometimes, it, it was depressing most of the time. I'd always come home with some piece of information to share with my grandmother was, um, it's kind of sad. It was sad. But that's, um, my segment about Operetta. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed some part of it. It's boring as hell, I'm sure. But, um, I figured I need to add more information for Angela to have. Um, yeah, I'm kind of going through a lot right now, um, and I won't get into that, but um, you know, stay safe, wear a mask, and be place required. Um, also, well, no, I'm not going to mention that. Never mind. Um, I was going to mention something like some event, but um, I will mention because the event had something to do with um, George Floyd. But I will mention that. Um, remember um, George Floyd, May 25th, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, just make sure to remember him. And, um... Yeah, May 25th. Um... Yeah, and I'll see you next time. Maybe tomorrow with some more Michael stuff. Um, but this might be the end of the Woodside stuff. So, um... Um... Have a good evening. Good night. Um... And, yeah. See you next time. Goodbye.